Hello folks, this is Larry Schaefer with Living Scripture Daily. Thank you for joining me today in my journey of discovery of God's most amazing word. We are continuing in our series about Solomon. I've entitled it Solomon, Courage, Wisdom, and Leadership, and today is part four. I've got a question. Today, God is asking you, what do you want me to give you? Today, God is asking you, what do you want me to give you? Now, I understand that this statement may rub some of you a little bit wrong. It sounds contrary to what we've been taught, to be humble and satisfied with what we have. Some would say we should thank him and praise him, but we're in no position to ask him for what we want. I beg to differ. God spoke to Solomon and said, ask what you wish me to give you. First Kings chapter three. Well, okay, just because we have a story from the Old Testament about God asking Solomon what he wants doesn't necessarily mean that God is asking all of us what we want. After all, you know, God told Noah to build an ark, but that doesn't mean we all should go out and build an ark, right? Well, that is true. Nevertheless, my premise is that this narrative about Solomon provides us a valuable lesson and carries with it an important principle that we can apply to our lives. Also, we'll discover that this valuable lesson from Solomon of making our requests known to God is supported by direct teaching from other parts of the Bible. So let's dig in. Well, last time we learned an important principle from Solomon. Seek the means to the end rather than just wishing for the end result. You see, Solomon asked for wisdom and understanding in order that he might exercise judgment and rule God's chosen people in peace and prosperity. God peered into Solomon's heart and was pleased with his intent and the motives to ask for such a noble request. Rather than just asking for riches, Solomon asked for the means to be successful in his mission. So for Solomon, the desired result was a blessed and prosperous nation ruled with justice and peace. So he asked God for the one key element that would produce his desired result, wisdom, wisdom and understanding. And God was pleased with his noble request. 1 Kings 3.10, it was pleasing in the sight of the Lord that Solomon had asked this thing. And then 1 Kings 4.29, Now God gave Solomon wisdom and very great discernment and breadth of mind. Solomon's wisdom surpassed the wisdom of all the sons of the east and all the wisdom of Egypt. Well, what about you? Should you make your requests known to God? Well, we have an example from the Old Testament in Solomon that you should uh, indeed make your requests known to God. We also have the apostles' teaching on this subject found in Hebrews and Philippians. Let's go there. Hebrews 4.16, Therefore, let us draw near with confidence to the throne of grace so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in the time of need. You see, the Hebrew writer gives us a general call to confidently go before God in our time of need. But Paul is even more specific about God's desire to hear our direct requests in his letter to the Philippians. Philippians 4, 6, and 7. Paul writes, God said, Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, here it is, let your requests be made known to God. 
And the peace of God, which surpasses all comprehension, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. So, in the narrative of 1 Kings 3, God asked Solomon point blank, Ask me what you wish me to give you. Also, the Apostle Paul teaches us through God's word that we are to let our requests be made known to God. You know, as we consider this, I believe there's really two aspects of this concept of making our requests known to God. Number one, in its simplest and most beautiful form, our requests, undergirded always with gratitude, should just flow from our consciousness as we live out our daily lives with an awareness of God's presence. The moment that you feel, see, or hear of a need, look upward and formulate a request to God. You always have access to the God and the creator of the universe to receive mercy and find grace to help in the time of need. Well, here's the second form, I believe, of making your request known to God. And this is where I go to Solomon's example. Solomon's example sheds light on another form of making our requests known to God. His request wasn't born out of his immediate daily needs. His request for wisdom in order to lead the nation of God's chosen people, his request came as a result of deep reflection upon his major purpose in life. So in addition to bringing your daily needs before God, reflect upon also your major purpose in life. What has God called you to do, to be, to become? You know, it doesn't have to necessarily be big and broad from an earthly standpoint, or, you know, it doesn't have to have a worldwide impact. It just needs to be specific, and it needs to be aligned with God's purposes and will and calling for your personal life. You know, the range of life purposes really varies significantly. Uh, It can be uh, to raise my children in the love and admonition of the Lord. Or it could be to rescue orphans in my city or eliminate human trafficking worldwide. Or it could be to represent Jesus in word and deed in my neighborhood to love and care for my neighbors or maybe in, in, in my workplace. It could be to minister to ex-convicts in my city. It could be to grow a strong and vibrant business and to use my business as a ministry to my employees and to my community. It could be to, to lead a worldwide ministry of mentoring and developing Christian business professionals. Or it could be make disciples in all nations by growing a ministry of church planning worldwide. You see, we know that God calls all of us to love him and to love others. All of us he calls that to. But alongside this mutual calling, have you considered your primary calling and the purpose in your life? The first and most important step is to prayerfully seek God's guidance and then talk to other Christians who know you well and listen to their input. As your calling becomes clear, like Solomon, begin to pray with very specific requests regarding your life purpose. Who knows what God may do in your life when you step out and prepare yourself to accomplish God's calling for your life. Well, as we close, I want to remind you again that the narrative of Solomon provides us with a wonderful example. When God asked Solomon what he wanted, Solomon realized that God had called him to a specific purpose, to be the earthly king of God's chosen people. 
this was his calling. His next and almost immediate thought was, "Uh uh-oh, I'm completely unprepared and unworthy to fulfill this high calling. Solomon said, you have made me king, O God, but I am but a little child. I do not know how to go out or come in. Solomon had a big calling without the confidence and capabilities to fulfill that calling. You know, can you relate to that? Do you lack confidence and doubt your capabilities to, per, to pursue your calling in life? Well, I would encourage you to follow, once again, Solomon's example. Solomon's request was for the means to fulfill God's calling in his life. Specifically, he asked for wisdom and understanding in order to fulfill his calling. We are often told to ask God for the big things. Yes, that, that may be true. But I prefer to follow Solomon's example and ask that God would prepare me to do whatever he calls me to do, big or small. And for Solomon, it was prepare me by giving me wisdom. Lord, you might call us to be famous and well-known, or you might call us to be be quiet and live in obscurity. It's completely up to you, God. Either way, Lord, cultivate our minds with wisdom cultivate our hearts with love and our souls to persevere and obey you. It's not about asking you for the big things in life that we want. It's about being prepared, mind, heart, and soul to follow you, Lord, wherever you lead us and whatever your calling for us is. So as Paul wrote in 1 Timothy 2.21, may we be vessels of honor, sanctified, useful to the master. And here it is, May we be prepared for every good work. Amen.